0: Check, check. One, two, check. Mic's on. From the world of education to you, my name is Dr. A. Our show is all about finding your voice by connecting our community through collaboration. All right, welcome back to another edition of Mic's On. This is episode 45, and I plucked another one from the blue team. So I think we've done Mr. Denny, and now we're doing Miss Durbin.
1: Hello! What's
0: going on?
1: <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> yeah,
0: so a um, big deal here. You know, this goes out to millions of people and millions. about okay. 50 people actually <laughs> listen to it on a regular basis.
1: <laughs> well, those 50 people are very special then.
0: Well, right. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll cast our net a little bit wider and people that you know will be able to yes. uh, listen in. So...
1: Miss Durbin, my nieces will enjoy it immensely.
0: I'm yeah, <laughs> there you go. Hey, so um, you and I have known each other now going on 17 years. Yes. You have been in this building, though, for how long?
1: This is my 20th year.
0: 20th year. It is. And always language arts.
1: It has been. So
0: always when, same space, too,
1: since I've been here. Actually, I just told my students yesterday that I think I'm the only teacher in the building that has been in the same room as that long. May because the like band rooms yeah. are new, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. a couple teachers have moved around, yeah, but yeah. So, I, so I'm it's never time leaving to mix this it face. up for you, no.
0: <laughs> so, next year we got to put you in no, a no, Dr. A,
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think I said that at all, yeah. <laughs> it's no. on tape, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, well, so, um, but before you worked here, where did you work? So,
1: I worked a lot of places. So I've I've actually had so many jobs in my career, um, which I believe has really helped because I'm used to all different environments. But uh, when I graduated from college, I went into early childhood and child development first. Um, That was kind of my background was that early childhood space. And then I was there for a couple years and before I went into the public schools. Yeah. And then I taught second grade and third grade in the public schools. Yeah. And then I actually lived away at the time. And I came back to help care for my mother, who was ill, and uh, got a call from Rockwood. And they said, oh, are you interested in middle school? And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I never even thought about that because um, I had been in such a young space. Yeah. And But then I came in and... Fell in love yep. with the environment, and that's all she wrote.
0: Yeah, right. You've been bitten by the middle school bug, and you I have, have never left.
1: And, and most people do not understand that. Yeah. We, I well, hear all the time, what do you mean you teach yeah. middle school? Yeah,
0: right. And
1: I'm like, they're, they're a special group.
0: So you, um, your certifications are in what?
1: So I am certified in English mm-hmm. all the way up into high school. Yeah. And um, education K to 8, essentially. Right. Because at the time when we got our degrees... Um, it was much more of a broad-based, right. like, whole language type of learning. Right. And then um, I can also, which is very scary, at one point I could almost teach science yeah. in middle school, but huh. that was not where my heart was, for okay. sure.
0: So if I ever needed a science teacher? I, I could, I could just... wing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we could definitely do a lot of reading. How in, did you get science. the science
0: certification? I,
1: it was just, I took in my college program, I had to take several science programs. Yeah. Like some biology and chemistry classes, and I took a couple specialty, like forensics, some things like that. Yeah. And that allowed me to have a, a provisional kind of almost like a minor, but yeah. not quite, huh. um, because it wasn't a finished program type of thing. Yeah. And so, yeah. So
0: So let's go way back. hmm Where'd you grow up?
1: So I'm from the St. Louis area, metropolitan yeah. area, I yeah. should say, because I'm actually from the other side of the river. My family yeah. is all from St. Charles County. Okay. Uh, so I grew when you up- say. St-
0: the other side of the river, you mean yeah. here on the Missouri side. That's right. That's okay. right. <laughs> that river. Uh, that river, yes. Okay.
1: The, uh, so I actually grew up in St. Charles County, yeah. went to school there most of my life. I, when I was really young, we we lived elsewhere until my brothers and sisters were all coming along. Yeah. And then I grew up in St. Charles County. Went to Zumwalt. Yeah, was the first graduating class of my high school.
0: So is it Fort Zumwalt High School?
1: It was Fort Zumwalt South. Okay. So it became it was just one high school. Right. Until we got there, and then we ended up being in high school for each year. So yeah. we were there for tenth grade, and they built ninth and tenth only. Okay. And then they added on a year each day way. Okay. And then we got to pick like the mascot and the colors. Really. And everything That's was new. Cool. it's very cool. So. Um, even to this day, the things that have established the school were from my graduating that class. That is
0: so cool. So that
1: was very exciting. Graduating so class of? Oh, gosh. <laughs> 1990.
0: See, so you're younger than me. <laughs>
1: Just barely. <laughs> well, yeah, but see,
0: see, that's what's so cool, though, is you were the 90s and I was yes. the 80s. I mean, yes. for some of us around here, mm-hmm. to hear the 80s is like, <laughs> oh, I know. So well, don't. Well, as my niece so tells me,
1: oh, the 80s were really cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's 17. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes, they were. <laughs> right.
0: Well, that's kind of cool. So you said they were adding on the grade levels.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was the building already completed or were they adding onto the building they as well? They built a
1: wing, essentially, or a yeah. floor each grade. Okay. So by the time we were seniors, it was a completed high school. Yeah. Um, the other thing that was significant is that for that area, so in kind of St. Peter's, St. Yeah. Charles area yeah. at the time, there were not a lot of school districts. Right. And there was certainly not the buildings that there right. are now. Right. My goodness. It's I mean, Winsville was farm. Yep. You know, Winsville yep. out there was all farm area and everything. And, yeah. and so it is definitely built up, but I, so I've grown up in the St. Louis area. Yeah. I've been in several different school districts around the area, um, all the way from, um, things in, in St. Louis city yeah. to out in, in the outer reaches of St. Charles and Orchard Farms. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. So when, um, your, uh, building was being built, Mm-hmm. Were you the first group to go into the new sections each time? We were. Or was we it... got,
1: when we were in ninth grade. Yeah. So this was, re- it was really interesting because obviously teaching eighth grade now, I'm constantly having conversations with kids about preparing for high school. Yeah. And so when they had conversations with us, they said, oh, by the way, you guys are going to prepare for high school. And also you're just going to be in a building for one year because mm. your high school is not done. Mm. So they put us into what had been a middle school, junior high, and we were the ninth grade class of a junior high temporarily for oh. one year and then we left that junior high middle school and we went to the high school where we were ninth and tenth graders okay and then add on 11th and add on 12th yeah so it's it well, kind of a cool experience unique. though mm-hmm. right yeah
0: so by the time you graduated it was a full-on high school it was and actually with, first graduating class in a sense yes
1: and it took i mean it was another 10 years or so before they built a third high school yeah. so there was a lot of, of break in between
0: okay So good experience? Very do you much. like high school? I loved high school. Yeah, what'd you do? So were, were you involved?
1: Um, <laughs> yes, I was. I just <laughs> can't <surprising>. imagine, <laughs> Mister. <Ms. Durbin. laughs> um, I was when I was a freshman and sophomore um, because we were at two different schools. Yeah. one freshman year, one sophomore year. Um, I was uh, pretty involved in things like student council, and we had like pep rallies and yeah. those kinds of things. Uh, I had a lot of friends that were musical, and so yeah. I joined the choirs, and
0: yeah.
1: um, I had always been in choir and whatnot. And then, were you and, part of show choir? In 10th and 11th grade, yeah. show choir was my favorite. Did you like it? I did. So our high school... I did, never
0: knew show choir until my oh, boy yeah. got into we it. We did so. not... Um,
1: I'm jealous of all the activities that kids yeah. get to choose from now in yeah. high school because we did not have that many electives. Yeah. But we had... Obviously, music was one of the big departments. And we had a choir and a show choir class. Yeah. So I got to take... I took some college classes over the summer and like college prep classes and I also doubled up on science my Uh, freshman and sophomore year so that my junior my sophomore and junior years I could take double choirs right so I had show choir and concert choir and so I got to spend half my day in something that I really loved yeah so
0: So, um so then you graduate 1990 and then what do you do
1: so I went straight into school into college. Yeah. I knew at that There'd point what I was going to do. So I went into the teacher education program.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, it was so. Again, I'm going to date myself here, but it was Northeast Missouri State. Okay, when I graduated. So
0: I have. Had, <laughs> here's the thing: I've had guests on who were part of Truman. Yes,
1: <laughs> so they are a little younger because actually my undergraduate degree came from. Northeast Missouri State yeah, yeah. and then my graduate degree the last year that I was there yeah. it changed to Truman. Yeah. So my graduate degree is still Northeast with like a like Truman State yeah. in parentheses. Yeah. So I did technically go to Truman State as yeah. all of you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um how was that experience?
1: It it was amazing. I worked in the writing center while yeah. I was there. Yeah. And I actually tutored students from other countries.
0: Oh, that's cool. So I
1: got to know not only Kind of the, the aspects of teaching English as a second language, right, which right. I have a passion for. But also I got to know people from all around the world yeah. and, and get to know quite a, yeah. a big group of people. And I lived off campus for most of the time. Yeah. So that was always fun. I had some very good friends that we yeah. had a house together for four years. And um, so I was there for uh, the teaching program there is five years. So within five years, I was able to get my undergraduate and my master's. Mm -hmm. So when I graduated, I had both of them together. So.
0: So what made you pick Northeast?
1: It was all about the education program. Yeah. So they had a yeah. five-year teaching program, and I always known I was going to go into education yep. in some facet.
0: Yeah.
1: Ever since my brothers and sisters will tell you that even when I was young,
0: <laughs> you were teaching at a I young age. I was teaching huh? them
1: or bossing them <laughs> bossing around, them as they around. like to say. Um, and so I used to sit in my basement when I was like eight or nine years old, yeah. and my parents got hold of a big blackboard. Yeah. Which those of you don't necessarily know what a blackboard is. Yeah. It has chalk. Okay. Yeah, Let me yeah, just put it that way. Yeah. So I would take the chalk and I would make lessons and I would convince my <laughs> second and third grade teachers to send me home worksheets over the summer. So, so I could give could them do. out to my brothers and sisters. So, so are you the
0: oldest then? I am. The, okay. I and am how many so. kids are in your family? So
1: I have two brothers and one sister. Yeah. And my brother and sister, my one brother is two years younger than my sister is four years. Okay. And then I have a little brother that's eight years younger. Yeah. So, but I was in charge. So. <laughs> Absolutely, I was in charge. Even now, I'm pretty much in charge. How,
0: how do they? How do they recall those moments? Your brother and sister, who were really your students.
1: Yeah, my brothers tended to not listen. They were rolling on the floor or running around the basement. Like they were not really interested in any type of, yeah. of school if yeah. it didn't involve outside time. Yeah. recess was great for them. Yeah, but the my sister would would tell people later on that she thinks that. That's why she didn't enjoy school is because I made her do school in the summer. <laughs> but I actually had neighborhood school. I yeah. literally had neighbors oh, come goodness. over and they sat on little stools <laughs> with my blackboard and I taught them lessons. So everybody in my family knew I was going to end up yeah. in the career I'm which in, which is so.
0: exactly what you've been doing. That's right. So, so then uh, once you graduate from Nemo, yes, Truman State, yeah. Um, you, you you head back to to St. Louis in a sense. I did.
1: So my family's all here. My both yeah. sides of my family live in in the St. Louis area. Yeah. And so I came back to St. Louis. I was here for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then I moved to Kentucky mm. with some friends. Yeah. And kind of I've I've moved around and and lived in different places, yeah. but I've always returned yeah. to this area.
0: Did you teach at all when you were in Kentucky?
1: I did. I I was in charge of a program. It was very unique. It was at a nursing home facility. Okay and they had a early childhood pre-K program okay so i ran the early childhood pre-K program and worked with a woman who ran the adult care program okay. and we are so every day our kids did activities with the, the elderly, cool. and it was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was by far a, a pilot program that everybody should have yeah. adopted. Yeah.
0: So. so, you at first really were, were thinking you were going to be with the younger's. That's
1: where I had come from. My mom had had a daycare when uh-huh. we had been growing up, uh-huh. and I had always kind of worked with primary age up till about eight or nine years old. Oh, yeah. And I thought that's where I was going to be, and. Then I started talking to teenagers and yeah. stayed with them.
0: Yeah. And, and so when I came in, you had already been here for, for a minute. Yes. Um, but you were pretty entrenched. Yes. In everything. I so. remember you were like yearbook and you were you yeah. were student council and yeah. you were in drama.
1: At one point and I did. And then you started to
0: peel away a little yeah, bit. Yeah, At
1: one point I did yearbook, drama, student council, and um, I also ran the broadcast journalism program yeah.
0: for several years. Yeah. So, uh, it's just in you. It is. <laughs> so it I all. definitely,
1: I mean, it's just something that, um, I decided long ago that working with kids was going to be, yeah. you know, where my heart was going to be. Yeah. And, and no matter what I do or what age I was at, yeah. I was at that I, you know, would be working with kids in some fashion.
0: Any, any favorite moments or times that, oh, that really endear yourself to, <laughs> to what you've done?
1: Uh, so many. Um, I would have to say, probably the pride that I get when I hear about kids um, as they're getting older. Yeah. So obviously they leave us, they go to high school, and I try to keep tabs on how they're doing, and yeah. I'm always curious and if they're well and happy, and and so I have some students who are much older now. Um, yeah. They're in fact they're, they've are they turned their over kids. turned over into their 30s. Yes, isn't and, that crazy? <laughs> um, they still visit, uh, yeah. and they. I have a student in particular who. Um, I've really kept in touch with, and she's kind of let me know how her life's going. Yeah. And um, So just those special moments yeah. being and able being to able to see on. these children who are 13, 14 years old and yeah. come into us. And then in several years, all of a sudden they are these mature adults that yeah. are handling life and succeeding and having families. And it's just amazing to see all those things. Can happen. I tell
0: you a favorite moment I have with you? Sure. All right. So um, as hectic as it as it would get sometimes... Um, especially during the holiday season, the one year that we were able to to really drum up on toys for tots mm-hmm. and go go shopping and have a truck with a you yeah. know it was just really cool just to see how we were able to get the kids so excited about things that was amazing and and just a good time all the way around. but I also appreciate all of the different things that you've had your hand in on over the years and and one of the things that um has always been very cool to watch from kind of off to the side is how you were involved with the drama program over mm-hmm. the year, over the years. And and we've been through a few drama we teachers, have. right? Yeah. And you've always been steadfast and been a part of it. Why is that so, so important to you?
1: I think it comes from two places. Um, obviously that background with choir and mm-hmm. I was in theater in high school mm-hmm. as well. So that, that interest of my own, but I think it also comes from the opportunity, being in eighth grade, and I love staying in eighth grade, yeah. and I love working with that age group, but having the opportunity to see the sixth graders and the seventh graders be part of something like the drama program for the first time mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, um, them joining an activity that has such a close-knit group, mm-hmm. um, and then watching them get to go from sixth grade to seventh grade to eighth grade, and mm-hmm. then go into high school and maybe be involved in the theater yeah. program is, is a really amazing um, feeling for a teacher. But I also think that drama and and theater is really one of those areas where anything goes literally. I mean, you can be a character, you can be behind the scenes, you can do lights and sound, you can create beautiful artwork and scenery. And we've had so many kids do little parts all along the way that have made such a big impression on our shows. Uh, and that it's just been anybody there's nothing that nothing like anybody it that really programs.
0: sticks out to you though, over the years that you were like, "Wow, I didn't realize that kid had it in them, And then look where they are now. So
1: so many. I mean, we have we have several students that have gone on to music programs in in college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we have one student who was in our drama program. He's actually working with Marquette. Mm-hmm. So his name is Kyle. Mm-hmm. And he um, was in our drama program in middle school, went into the drama program in high school did some things outside of um, in a career mm-hmm. in college. And now he's back helping with Marquette yeah. in a lot of ways and, um, I can't, I, I've had so many. Like, I don't want to just name one because I think of so out. many kids. I um, but I was actually just talking about a drama program to my current students. Yeah. And I mentioned that if there are any 6th, 7th, and 8th graders that haven't thought about getting involved in drama, right. there is a place yeah. for you. Well, yeah. there's always a place. So no matter what you like or what you're interested in or what you're willing to try, we will find a place and yeah. you will feel like you belong no matter what. How so. has
0: it been... Because it's so different right now. Right. It is. And, and you guys were able to put on a virtual um, play.
1: We and, were and, the and very first virtual I show. Know, <laughs> I know. So
0: so talk a little bit about that process and how you and Kylie were able to, you know, make it happen. And really the kids. Absolutely. what, what Their part was
1: when Mrs. Brown and I decided that we were going to go forward with a virtual program. Um, obviously, we had a lot of question marks. We mm-hmm. didn't know what that was going to end up like. Mm-hmm. And our kids made the difference and they really stepped up and we said, okay, we're going to get in these zoom calls mm-hmm. and we're going to have you guys work separately and then together and eventually the entire group together. And we're going to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, and we hope you'll join us on this ride kind yeah. of thing. Cause we didn't know how it would go. Right. And then we would get into these practices. And I remember Mrs. Braun leaving one of Mrs. Braun and I leaving one of the practices and all we thought was, okay, I'm trying not to cry <laughs> yeah. because the the kids, when we got finished, all we thought was we're so sad that we don't get to see them in person do this and we don't get to see other kids watch them do this because right. they were so good at, at acting. But the other piece is, is that we brought in sixth graders who had never participated in drama before. And so they're thrown into this brand-new brand new virtual show, yeah. and they have to figure it out. And the kids stepped up without question. Yeah. So it's been, we, we accomplished a virtual show. We yeah. were able to publish that. Yeah. And now we're working on our second show. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. So
0: what, for those that might not know, what is the second show?
1: So I can tell you that our second show, which we are getting ready to have an, a, an informational meeting for next Tuesday yeah. on Zoom. yeah is going to be Aladdin.
0: Yes. Are you excited about that one?
1: I am looking forward to it. I love any kind of musical. Yeah. That's my background. Yeah. But I, so anytime you want to sing about a a movie, I will join right with you. (laughs) I love all those things. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah, the the kids are, are thrilled to do that. I know some of them wanted us to do Frozen.
2: Yeah. I heard a
1: lot about that. Yeah. But we are doing Aladdin, and we have a great group of kids that are ready to, Start auditioning here Get just shortly it. in like two weeks. So. Yeah,
0: so um, that's another piece because you talk a little bit about how you really like to join in and, mm-hmm. and be a part of, of things. You've done a couple trips with kids. Talk a I little have. bit about about you I know th- those journeys that you've taken over the years yeah. and and what was your first one like? And then okay. was there a favorite one?
1: Sure. Um, the so actually it's funny that you mentioned that uh, <laughs> I'm in the mist right now. Uh-huh. I know it seems very strange, but. Uh, we are looking for tra- travel in 2022, yeah,
2: which I sounds know. weird
1: to say. I know, I know. But we are actually looking for um, two possible trips for our students. Um, generally, I take eighth graders simply because of the comfortability level of being away from home right, and right. kind of having more experiences. Um, but we have traveled to more than 15 countries. Mm-hmm. Um, we have traveled many times within the states. So I started my first trip in two thousand four mm-hmm. and I actually brought Mr Blackford, yeah. the social studies teacher, and yeah. Mrs. Murray. That was seven. my
0: first year, I think. Yes. So I kinda yes. remember that. So I took
1: both of them with me. Yeah. And I brought Where them did back keeping.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. We, um, Everybody's still here.
1: We went to England, Ireland, Scotland, and
0: France. Yeah, that's pretty pretty bold first it was. trip. Huh? My very
1: first one, I had never taken students before. We went for 11 days yeah. and we took three parents and we brought them back too. Yeah, right. Their kids came back with us, but it was great. It was the most amazing time. And ever yeah. since then I have traveled, um, I've actually taken 12 trips with students. Yeah. So I'm planning my 13th and 14th right now. Mm. So we have done six trips overseas, and those are most, all the countries that we've gone to there, mostly in Western and Central Europe. Mm-hmm. And then we are planning, actually, Mrs. Braun, myself, and perhaps a teacher from LaSalle are planning a trip to New York Yeah, as well. Because so you've
0: done that a couple of times.
1: We have. I, that's, I would go to New York all the time yeah. if I could.
0: What, what do you so, like about New York? I
1: really want to just hang out on Broadway.
0: Yeah, just be a part of that whole <laughs> no, I'm, process. I'm totally a tourist. Yeah. You know, when
1: I go, I, I don't like to... I just don't
0: picture that. I know.
1: I don't like to stand out as a tourist, but I like to, <laughs> to tour the places yeah, that I'm there. Yeah. So as people joke, I don't really go on vacation very much. Yeah. I tend to go on tour. Yeah. So when I'm there, I like to see everything I can possibly see. Yeah. So uh, Favorite show? Uh, for
0: on Broadway? Yeah, just in general. I mean Oh
1: my probably my favorite show hands down would be Phantom yeah, of the Opera. Is,
0: just because it's just a it's s- it's a completely classic. Yeah. But
1: I've seen many shows there. Um, my favorite show that I took students to see um is because of the experiences they had was actually legally blonde, believe mm. it or not. And we did not know at the time, it wasn't as popular of a movie, right. but it became a Broadway show. Yeah. And there I had a group of girls with me at that time, and they were like, oh, that sounds interesting. And we went. And what was most unique about it was that we got to stay um, behind the scenes after, and they got to meet all the cast That's and crew. Cool. And they got to get autographs. and yeah. So I think that was obviously part of the enjoyment of the experience.
2: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I would say, I mean, I'm, I'm really partial to, I've seen Wicked in London. Yeah, wow. Um, when I was in London, I got to see Wicked. I've seen um, several in Chicago. And then here in St. Louis, Hamilton is by far
0: my favorite. Yeah. Is so. there one that you would like to see that you haven't seen yet?
1: Wicked was on my bucket list okay. until well, I got to London. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, there, there are several that I don't get to go see necessarily because when I have students, yeah. they're not for that audience. Yeah. But like I'd like yeah. to see Chicago on Broadway, yeah. a couple yeah. things like that. So. Yeah, well,
0: cool. And so um, talk to me a little bit, too, because as you went through college, now that mm-hmm. you're in a professional teacher's organization. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Okay. So um, when I was in college, oftentimes they would talk about different groups you could be a part of. Mm -hmm. And obviously they have like educational sororities and things like that. Um, So now I'm actually a part of a group called Alpha Delta Kappa. Yeah. And it is an organization strictly for educators. Mm -hmm. And what's very cool about Rockwood is because our district is so large and we've been around a long time, the group that I'm in um, is our local chapter of Beta Xi. And it's actually a group of only Rockwood and those that have come to Rockwood, teachers and retired teachers.: that's cool, and so I'm in a, I'm in a group with teachers that taught you know 40 years ago mm-hmm. to teachers that are just a couple of years into the classroom. Yeah. and so we not only are able to network with with each other, but we also work with uh, the community. Um, we do a lot of outreach and altruism and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then just a couple of years ago, I got involved with another organization that's called the St. Louis Teachers Academy. Mm-hmm. And so I meet with teachers all around the St. Louis area, mm-hmm. and we meet once a month, and we do work on the kind of hot topics of education, and so I'm also getting a chance to talk with them. So I kind of fill my bucket by talking with yeah. other educators, yeah. and then that allows me to come back and, and work with people here.
0: Yeah, because so, you, you've been with that organization for a while now. I have. How long? Yes, I've
1: been, I've been with Alpha Delta, Delta Kappa for, oh goodness, Probably 11 years now. Yeah. And then the Teachers Academy, this is my third year.
0: How often do you guys meet?
1: The is we oh, They're all once a month. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. It's all once a month. Um, and, then, example, like December, um, and then, for example, like in December, we have more of a, we have an altruistic project we do with the Circle of Concern. Okay. Which is a the connection with my former student. Right, right. And who works there. And then we also do, um, occasionally we'll do some projects over the summer yeah. when we're not in school. But
0: yeah. So for you it's really about staying connected and, and, and finding new connections yeah. with, throughout, right? Yeah. So we you know Who's the student at those... um Circle Concern?
1: So her name's Nikki. Yeah. And she's the head of yeah. client services. So there. Nikki
0: was one of the first students that I can remember. Yeah. Because I yeah, think she, she might was have eighth been grade your first when, year. Yeah. When yeah. I was in here. Yeah. yeah. And I knew then she was a, a, just a different kind of kid that, that already knew kind of a little bit more about life and where yeah. she was going to be going. Than, She's a than special most, Than person. most kids that age. Yeah. Um, and because I didn't really know you yeah. back
1: then. That, that'll uh, make me cry to talk about her. But uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, because it, I just remember how close uh, yeah. right, right off the bat uh, I could tell you guys were. And so um, it's cool that you're still, yeah. you're still connected.
1: Well, and to hear her talk about the the journey that she's had in her life and to turn around and her to be the head of client services Mm -hmm. and for her to be working with families and helping in the community and have known her so long ago Mm -hmm. when she was just starting out and and thinking about life at all is... It has been amazing, Yeah, I mean, you know. knew
0: her when she was 14 years old, yeah. 13 years yeah. old, and mm-hmm. um, now she's probably 30-ish. I won't say <laughs> the exact age. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> it is. But, you know, that's what's so cool about what we do, but also so difficult, because when we don't get to see a finished product, necessarily... Right with our kids you know we hope that the things that we're doing with them in class are going to make an impression that helps them build a positive life as they as they move forward but a lot of times they might not come back and visit or we might not be able to to see what effects we've had on them life takes them in some other directions too you know they move
1: away or they yeah you know but but yeah have you been yeah have
0: (laughs) have you been able to stay connected with kids a little bit more now that with social media being a, a big Big piece of things. Or uh, well, what?
1: it's funny that you say. That. I have not because I am not really on social media. You're not, okay. Um, I, 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 I don't really stay on on Facebook or Twitter those kinds of things. Yeah. I have, I have those accounts for school. Right. So, for example, I used um, a couple of years ago. I did the Global Read Aloud Project. Right. right and right. so I got to connect with teachers all around the world, and my kids got to be part of programs, and we actually got to Skype with. Um, groups that were in in new york right. canada and south africa that's very cool and so um that you know those kinds of things i use social media accounts for essentially but right. not my own self just i don't have time for yeah it's for all really, the noise and it is noise i do try to to make more contacts with the people that i haven't maybe talked to like people right. from high school or my old friends those kinds of things i try to connect with them right more than i Probably would need to if I had social media. So but. let
0: me ask you, do you think about life after teaching, or is it always going to be about
1: teaching? <laughs> uh, that's, my family would probably ask that same question.
0: Only, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, because, I mean, let's be real. We're, yeah. we're not, I mean, we're closer to retirement yes. than we are it starting it's out. It's a little so, eerie. So yes. it's... We um, are those people now, Mister. I Thurman. know
1: it's so. It's just, yeah. Don't remind me. Um, I'm going to be young at heart forever. Yeah. Right. The, um, <laughs> no, I would say um, what my general answer typically is when I think about what it could be like or when I might be retiring um, would depend upon my family. Yeah. Um, being the oldest and um, being the, the oldest female as well, mm-hmm. um, we are. Um, kind of responsible for those yeah. of us that those of our family members that we have with us yeah. and so depending on the health of my family yeah. my three oldest nieces will have graduated college right about the time i'm supposed to retire yeah so if they're willing to travel with me yeah. i'll probably can, do yeah, that can have some travel buddies that's good <laughs> um and then i have two a, a niece and nephew it, right? that are much younger <laughs> so they'll still be in school so i'll get to still have kind of my hand in that but yeah the um yeah. I, I mean, I look and say, I will tell you, I will never be away from kids. I know. So whether it's be subbing or right. working in a volunteer organization, right. I jo- I'll joke with my friends all the time that if someone would just get me a bookstore and let me work there when I want yeah. and then yeah. work with kids, you know, that I would be When you say forever.
0: subbing, do you see yourself going to other buildings and being okay with that? Because a lot of us tend to say, once I'm finished here... Mm-hmm. I want to only sub here. Yeah. And I've seen that with quite a few of our retirees. Is that something that uh, I can't imagine not
1: being at salvage? Yeah, I
0: know. Right. I mean,
1: this is my home. Um, I, you know, I've joked with you before that I could just have a cot some nights that would really would be easier. Yeah. But, um, so, and I, and because I consider it my home, I I don't foresee wanting to be anywhere else, but every now and then I get a, a glimpse of, like I'd like to maybe see some of the younger ones right. in action, just to see. Right. But I don't know if I would have the strength right. to run after them anymore. Yes, right, <laughs> right, right. But um, yeah, I, I can imagine actually because the people here, the staff members, um, and just the feeling of the building. Yeah, I'm so connected with that. Right. I. I, I don't know that I would want to go to to another place.
0: Yeah, because I I often think about well, when I retire, would I want to sub? And mm-hmm. if I, because I kind of think that'd be cool to go back mm-hmm. to what what I started doing, you know. Um, but I don't know that I would want to do it at many other places. Right. To be honest with right. you, I mean, I kind of. But then I also think, well, things will change, and right. so would exactly. that be a good thing for me to be around right. for or not? But I don't know. We'll see. As, yeah, as we time don't know where. On.
1: I mean, look at. Think about, I mean, we have friends who are, you know, have subbed Mm -hmm, and whatnot, mm -hmm. and they looked at 2020 and they were like, oh my goodness, no. Yeah. Like, there's, we're we're not prepared for that. So, I mean, you know, at that point, who knows what it could look like. Let's let's talk about that for a minute,
0: too. You brought up 2020 and and how this has been, you know, how are you surviving?
1: Um, I'm doing fairly well. I decided that since there was nothing else going on in 2020 that I would move (laughs) In the middle, so right, <laughs> literally in the middle of the year, in July, I moved yeah, again yeah um, i for those of you that don't know, I move a lot. Yeah. Um, I kind of joke that I, I know how to live out of boxes and suitcases better than anyone, but um I just move around a lot because i am not usually a sedentary person, yeah, so yeah. Um, and I like being you like around change. I do and in a lot of ways yes. some some not some but things, some do yeah. <laughs> but the um so i i moved in the middle and i've kind of gotten settled um back in in on the side of the river if yeah. you will yeah. and uh and then on and on top of that what the strangest thing has been is being a teacher and seeing how our kids are adapting to that um but also with my nieces and um them being in school in different right. districts and right. different districts have handled the return back. And so mm-hmm. my oldest niece who lived with me for a long time, um, she is a senior. Mm-hmm. And so experiencing this 2020 with her as a senior has been so strange. Yeah. And um, just trying to be there for her and support yeah. her and let her know that even if school doesn't look the same, you still have support. Yeah, you still have people yeah. that are looking out for you and caring for you. And that's what is I see you know. in person. She is now she's all virtual. Yeah. She was in person for a short period of time and a hybrid. Yeah. And then she went five days and then they went back to virtual. Yeah. So,
0: and that's how Sully, Sully actually, yes. um, he started back in person and uh, went back on Monday this past week and uh, in person again, you know, after the break and, mm-hmm. and, came back Monday night and was like, I'm ready to just go virtual. Yeah. He's to a place I think where, you know, he a knows senior, right? Yeah, the senior yeah. the senior year is just not what what, right. what you thought it was gonna be. Yeah. And so I'm hopeful that by the end of all of mm-hmm. this at the end of the school year, he'll have some things to take away that yes. might be memorable. But he's really saying that junior year was his senior year right? basically. That's he's ready to go well. on to college Correct. now.
1: Yeah, they, they kind of, they're over it. Sort of. yep. I mean, seniors typically are over it anyway, yeah, but right, but they're but certainly really like, we don't get to have the fun experiences mm-hmm. that really marks our senior year. So, yeah, so I, and I certainly understand that. So our eighth graders to... felt like that. Yeah. You know, right. in, in the spring we talked about, you know, we we weren't able to take our field trips <clears throat> and do our events that we did right. and, and we were bummed out as teachers, but certainly they missed out. So. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and what I was going to ask you though, is how is it for you in the classroom right now? I mean, are you, are you yeah. doing all right?
1: Um. You know, we have our days that are more challenging. Yeah. So I love having kids in person. Obviously, I was very excited to have them back. Well, that's Just
0: that's your big thing. That you know, you I want them energy. I want them by me you need and that energy. Yes,
1: and uh, so sit in your stool. <laughs> I I yes, yes, circle time is fine. You know, but we we are having far away circle time <laughs> right, kind of thing. Right, right. Um but the so I would say that probably the most unique things have been getting used to the fluctuation of technology, yeah. you know, being able to give my energy and time and attention to kids at home and, in um, online. And I think that just reassuring them that even if you're at home, I will help you work through things, yeah. but we're going to stumble together because yeah. I'm learning new things. You're learning new things. Yeah. Um, and I hope that kids have felt that the teacher's, are willing to help them figure out what's difficult yeah. because we're figuring out some of those new things. I mean, we just talked about, we've been teaching for a long time. I've never had to teach like this. Mm. I've never had to worry about my kids online, not getting the information because I could check on them more regularly right, or right. More easily. And so it, there are new things for us as well. Yeah. So but it's, some days are harder, but I, I love having them back around.
0: Well, not only is reading sacred, yes, it's universal, and it's something that I think you can still um, help kids, you know, grab onto Mm -hmm. and and be a part of. Um, Do you feel like um, kiddos are are, um, feeling what you're putting out there, or is it difficult? I mean, is it it sometimes? (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, Um, because our age. Yeah, is a challenge too. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not the young whippersnappers yes. we used to be. <laughs> Come on, sure, absolutely. And so you're still trying to stay ahead of yes. you know yeah. that curve. But then on top of it, you've got this this whole it's being stretched in two different directions mm-hmm. with kids at home and kids at school. Um, do you feel like um, you're surviving well through it? Um, I guess is what I, I'm asking.
1: I, uh, I will say that you know I, I I'm not getting a lot of sleep, but I don't yeah. I don't get a lot of sleep typically. Yeah, I, that's I'm, not who you are. I'm a big night owl, but <laughs> I um, I think that when it comes to language arts in particular, what we are just trying to get our kids to understand is that if we can keep the momentum going for them, and we can keep them interested in learning about new topics, and I think a lot of cases are opportunities to offer kids choices. You know, it's very strange because we want kids to have books, but the libraries are closed. Mm-hmm. Um so mm-hmm. we had to go to ebooks. Mm-hmm. We, you know, so we've had to adapt what would have been a normal assignment or a normal And you say thing.
0: ebooks and I know that yeah. kind of because yeah, you I don't love like it. To be able to have <laughs> I do. Most the readers yeah. want to have that yeah. book.
1: So if you haven't been in my room, um, I have talked to Doctor A several times that <laughs> I have two things that eventually I'll get in my room: a skylight yeah. and <laughs> something Florida, to the outside Florida, world, <laughs> floor-to-ceiling bookshelves. Yeah. So that's that's my goal. But
0: well, floor-to-ceiling bookshelves yeah. we can maybe work. I on. know
1: you know one of those ladders that yeah. like you can spin around. I've, oh, that's those, what you yeah. want. Yep.
0: Yep. So like the Harry Potter, uh, library, Harry Potter, that, My Fair Lady. Yes, yeah, absolutely. The one in Monsters Inc. Uh-huh. Uh, University. Yes. There, yeah. I'll take all of that. Yeah. You yes. I love that kind uh-huh. of stuff. Have you but, ever been in a library like that? Yeah. I
1: wasn't I actually got to go in England. I got to go to Oxford's library. Oh jeez. Oh my. I wanted to stay there. The kids were like, Miss German, we have to go now. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was bad. But the um so I would say that that as far as you know what what the face of language arts and reading and writing looks like has certainly changed right. so much more digital um looking at ebooks, coming up with text articles, quick piece of information because my goodness we're swamped with yeah. news every day yeah. um those kinds of things um, but just reminding the kids also that in the midst of all the craziness, we can step back and we can sit in a comfortable chair and read mm-hmm. for a long period of time get lost and we are learning book. so much. Right. That's valuable that we don't even necessarily realize. So if I can, if I can have my kids read and we can talk about their reading and we can have them occasionally write some of their thoughts down, I'm good.
0: Yeah. All right. And so to finish up though, you have decided to take on being our relay captain. Yeah. So, so why, why do you, why do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. What, so, what, is there um, something behind why you want to help out uh, in that regard?
1: So, I I have a special place in my heart for the American Cancer Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I um, we've had a lot of cancer events in my family, a mm-hmm. lot of, of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but my, we lost our mom, mm-hmm. um, my mom, in two thousand two, mm-hmm. my very first year at salvage, actually. So that January, and um, that was our first really difficult experience with cancer yeah. in my family. Yeah. And um, at the time I was only 29, and so I I didn't expect it. My mother was very young as well. And uh, so that kind of reminded me that there is a way for us to support our community, but also um, to do something that was personally relevant and important Mm -hmm. for my family. And Mm -hmm. so years ago I started working with the Relay for Life program, and and Rockwood has an event every year. And so we've had a couple teams over the years. And it was kind of difficult because it used to be overnight. Right. So that made it challenging because obviously people and their families, right. they couldn't necessarily stay out overnight. Yeah. Um, but then they went to a 5 p.m. to midnight. Mm-hmm. And we've been through a couple events where um, one event we were at Marquette, there was a tornado coming yep. through yep. with the big glass windows. Yep. So yep. That, was that was really fun. frightening <laughs> um, where we had to like sit in the hallways. Right. So that was strange. Right. Um, and those tornado drills <laughs> that right. we do in school. Right. Um, and then, uh, but this year... They are continuing plans with the hope of being able to do some kind of event. It will look very differently, obviously. Right. Um, but, and then we don't know what that's necessarily going to look like. But yeah. they're gonna, moving forward with plans for 2021 yeah. Relay for Life at Marquette again. Yep. And it will be on June 4th. It's a Friday night from 5 to it's, 12. It's actually like one of the last days. It is, I think it's the, la- is it the last, last day for
0: teachers. Yes, because the kids are... is a half mm-hmm. day, and, and then yeah. June 4th Which is, is
1: weird, because we're going into June, but...
0: I know, I know. That's the well, year. <laughs> Chalk it up. Did right, you have that right. on your bingo card? right. Yeah, so, um, well, thank you for wanting to to do that um, and being a part of that. And please Sweet. let us know how we might be able to help yeah. out and get that word out. Yeah, we'll be
1: promoting that students uh, and their families and any of the salvage community is more than welcome to join us on our team. So we'll, well be getting information out about put, that. I
0: put your, your yeah. little note to the staff. I put that in my weekly Great. wrap this week. So, so, yeah, <laughs> we, we, uh, we'll we we'll try and get some, drum up some support. So, okay. well, Ms. Durbin, thank you so much for being here. You got thank any... You. Uh, shout outs that you want to because like I said quite a few people listen so they
1: do I oh gosh I can't can't even remember Um, I will say I just wanted to shout out to all of our kids that are at the high school because we um, some of you especially like our seniors that graduated in May we didn't get to see before you left so we hope that even though your first semester of college looks very strange I'm sure that you know that, that we are behind you 100% and we're so excited that you're going into the world um, and doing all the good that you can do. And then for our high school kids, we hope to see you soon. We hope to stop by Marquette and get to visit with you guys, um, but hang in there. And um, just really show off what you're capable of doing, because even in a virtual setting, you can remind your teachers about how amazing you are. And then for our kids at Selvage, what I can tell you is there are so many ways that you can be involved in our school. But most importantly, know that just being a student here makes you part of our Selvage community. And um, you've got lots of people that are willing to look out for you and help. So just let us know and, and we will do what we can.
0: Well, I appreciate you being here. Thank you. And uh, do you know how we sign off? No. Well, the show is called Mike's On. Oh. So when you say goodbye, what do you think you say? Oh. Mike's. And Mike's off. Look at you. Thank you. Join us in the weeks to come as we learn and grow together.